and hello, morning oddities. This is our oh, what tenth episode, eleventh? Uh, sixteenth. I've lost track. Sixteenth episode. I think we're on sixteen. We're on sixteen. No way. That that's not right. yes way. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to morning oddities, a short form morning casual podcast. Uh, with your friends, Colton and Jackson, uh, we always we <laughs> uh, we just talk about whatever's on our minds. But yeah. lately, it's been a lot of video game talk, and I I don't think that's going to stop. No, it's, <laughs> uh, it's there's not. been some well Starfield release. I know um, you've actually been playing it now. Mm-hmm. Yep, is is good. Is good. Um, I, I saw a good meme. Yeah. Well, a meme. It was pretty good. Um, that it was like the Powerpuff Girls, like when the scientist puts all the different ingredients, like sugar, spice, everything nice, and it's like too much of spice or whatever. Yeah, or whatever it is. And it was like No Man's Sky exploration, Fallout gameplay, Bethesda jank, and it's like spilling all the Bethesda jank. <laughs> Starfield. It, it is. How is that Bethesda jank? Uh, less janky than other Bethesda games. They they polish this one more. It's still got that Bethesda jank. Um, I guess uh, my my two main thoughts on it are um, that if if you read the you know a lot of reviews, they say it's it's very much still a Bethesda RPG, and that is true. Um, but there are things that do feel different. Um, it doesn't feel as much like they just toss you into this big open world. Um, okay. I mean, they kind of do toss you in, but it's it's just how it's structured. Isn't that a big part of the idea, just exploring, just mining, just no. Um, no, you don't. I've not done any mining. Yeah, that you can you can do a bunch of mining you can do that um it's just that the way they set up the open world there's a lot of menus a lot of getting in your ship looking at a star map and picking where you're going and uh on one hand it makes it feel less like like a single giant open world yeah Um, i did hear it's a lot of like fake kind of loading screens a lot of menus i do think it works though um like that's i see what they're going for like that's part of the experience of uh i mean think about the way they marketed it they marketed it to sound like this is you're in a big like open galaxy yeah like they might they made it sound like this is a space exploration game combined with a bethesda rpg and it's more like no it's a Bethesda RPG where you role play as a starship captain. <laughs> like when you're the, playing um the other the like when you're playing Skyrim with mods, or mm-hmm. if you're like when you go to Soul Simon Skyrim, it's kind of like that. Yeah. The boat animation is the loading screen. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot it's of that sort of stuff. Um but yeah, no, it, it feels like uh they they mismarketed it as like making it sound like this space exploration game when it's really not, I mean, that is part of it, but that's not, it's, it's an art. It's a Bethesda okay. RPG the where story. You, you role play as a starship captain. Nice. Um, I wouldn't I heard say you can visit 
like Earth's like the solar system and like mm-hmm. Earth and it's like apocalyptic now. Yeah, Earth is like a desert planet like now. A desert. Um yeah. Uh yeah, you do go to the solar system. You go to Mars a lot. Um nice. Um I mean I heard it has like different landmarks you can visit. I haven't yeah, I haven't explored too much. Like I mean exploration Earth is landmarks. Yeah, I mean exploration is part of it. Um obviously, but uh um yeah, it's, well, it's it also just, seems like uh, one of those games where it, it I could see it doing well. I don't know how it's been doing. I haven't been keeping up with that. But like from what I've heard from you and from other people and just reviewers and stuff, it's like it's one of those games where like when you get bored with one thing, you can just go on and do a different thing. It's definitely like you know, that. And you can and when I, when I say it's like, you know, it doesn't it, it's it, they kind of fake the open world thing quite a lot. Um but that's part of the fun of it is well, you have multiple open worlds. Yeah, and and but that, it's also kind of the fun of it is is like uh it's very much like the Star Wars Star Trek thing of you get into your ship and and you track your course and you jump and you get your ship ready. You're not like jump really into hyperdrive, that type of thing. Um, which yeah. is cool. Uh, the ship. No, it does look cool. cool. Um, I think I'm gonna keep waiting it out because I got. Well, let's talk about the next yeah. big one. I, I do. I do uh, want to say the the other thing is that I I saw yeah. a meme online about Starfield, which I think after playing it is totally true. And it's that uh, it was just this is what 80 hours, you know, um, of Starfield looks like, you know, peak Starfield experience. And it was just a person, you know, in Bethesda games where you can pick up objects. Yeah. Um, In Starfield, they added you can (laughs) left and right click to rotate them. Oh, nice. And you can decorate your starship and your homes with objects so it was just a person like oh, meticulously funny. decorating a kitchen and they're like well and that's the thing about this is peak starfield right here that's the just thing collecting about collecting random it, junk you can do that yeah and it sounds like they made it even easier to do that it, it is and like the is... ship customization have you messed with that much? oh yeah the ship the ship stuff's super cool yeah nice. um it is definitely uh peak kleptomaniac bethesda player style game <laughs> if you play bethesda nice. games as a uh you collect everything this is this right. is the game for you <laughs> yeah sounds good uh yeah starfield go get it don't i don't care uh, yeah. I, like i said i'm gonna wait it out uh one for more mods to be released and more optimization and also I've still got Baldur's Gate 3 to continue mm-hmm. with. And Armor Core 6, that's the one I've been putting a lot more hours into recently just because the end is in sight. Oh, yeah. It's one of those games where you can spend hours in the screens building your mech and customizing. But if you just go through the story and just find a mech, couple mech builds that work, you can get through it pretty quick and it has, you know, really solid boss fights, but I like, I, there is something to be said about games where you're like, I can actually beat this without grinding and without spending a hundred hours. Like I can beat this in Mm -hmm. 30, 40 hours. Yeah. And enjoy the experience. You know, there's something Mm -hmm. to be said about that. I think games like that 
have been making a comeback more linear yeah. and more Star- starfield is so far just a massive massive game but um it's very much in the sense of i think starfield is like one of these games where you can if you, you just can, stuck with the story it probably would be quicker um you yeah. can also in starfield it's one of those games where um you can spend a couple hours uh playing the game and realize that you've done nothing right it's one of those types of games I, <laughs> that's why i like bethesda games though because it's comforting they're mm-hmm. like comfort food of games yeah yeah and i think that's why red dead 2 did so well even because it has such an amazing story and everything and yeah you could just blast through the story um but you could spend just hours hunting and fishing which ultimately yeah you might get a cool hat yeah maybe yeah that's about it like uh yeah <laughs> i have been playing a maybe. lot of red dead 2 recently again as well just nice. because it's it's really um, good on the steam deck so let's move on to the next and as far as i know probably last game of the year contender because i don't know of any other games Mm-hmm. big ones coming out after this spider-man 2 mm-hmm. coming yeah. out october 20th i already pre- pre-ordered it back in like july i was like i know i'm gonna get it it's not a game i'm worried about i'm not worried about insomniac dropping the ball for this so i pre-ordered it and now that they're showing even more and more and uh, damn some... same day as super mario wonder which I'm also oh that's the other that's, one that is yeah. the other one yeah. I don't think it's going to be a game of the year contender probably but not, it looks like a really solid two D Mar- return to two D Mario <laughs> definitely which is play it, exactly yeah. what everyone wants right mm-hmm. like I love three D Mario don't get me wrong but two D Mario is my bread and butter when it comes to Mario yeah just the classic platforming and it has more pizzazz now the animations look cool. It, has kind of a cartoonish vibe it looks like but yeah. it still sticks to the and like there's a lot of colors and speaking spoken roles yeah and it's um interesting it's the first mainline like mainline game since uh mario 64 um that uh what's his name um the voice actor for mario Charles Martinet. Yeah, um, he's not going to be. He's not in this game. So yeah, they. I don't know who they got, but um, yeah, they just they just said uh, recently Nintendo confirmed uh, new voice actors. Well, it looks like they are going for a fresh vibe with Mario again. They're changing thing. I think this is going to be the start of the new Mario. Mm-hmm. Like what it yeah. means, what a Mario is, what it means <laughs> to be Mario. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Spider-Man 2, uh, they've released more gameplay and footage and the Insomniac mm-hmm. developers have been talking about like the new features and going into a little bit more detail, not necessarily about story, but just gameplay, the open world. So mm-hmm. they're adding, basically doubling the map size with Brooklyn, Queens, and you can even go to Coney Island, which that looks awesome. Nice, nice. And, um, and they said, since they're not worrying about uh porting it to past generations they're going all in with next generation it's nice. not gonna have a non-ray tracing option which scares <laughs> me a little but they kind of tested the waters in the 
Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales where it has the ray tracing performance mode mm-hmm. where it still has ray tracing and like the AI enhanced visuals like with DLSS and whatever. Or I think they use their in-house one for that mode. Um, but it still runs at 60 frames. Nice, nice. And they just they basically made a statement just saying we opted out of a non-ray tracing mode because we didn't see a point in it. Fair enough, yeah. Just... <laughs> so you're gonna have your like ultra fidelity mode with ray tracing and for, you know 4K visuals, all the gizmos, <laughs> upscaling, all that stuff, and then you're also gonna have the ray tracing performance mode. And I have played it on uh, those games, and it does a trick. It it doesn't bother me. And honestly, those games are supposed to be really cinematic and nice to look at. Yeah. So I don't think many people are bothered by that. Um, and it's a single player game, so you don't have to worry about multiplayer. Yeah, you know, multiplayer FPS lag and if, if, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and all that. Um, and I'm glad they decided to go and just say, yeah, it's just a single player game. You play as Peter and Miles, and they're doing the GTA Five thing where you can switch between the characters, and yeah, they apparently yeah. showed it done in game and it's literally a blink and miss it like loading time mm-hmm. like you switch from miles and then it goes to peter like crawling on a wall and then you're ready to play nice, he does nice. a little animation and you get the wet web wings or the wingsuit thing mm-hmm. and i have heard well i heard from um jake baladino on game ranks because he got to play it like, yeah. for two and a half hours and he said his only complaint with the web wings is like, I could see people abusing it and just turning it into a flying game. And that goes against my yeah. Spider-Man gaming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's stuff like even in, because um, you can use the wind tunnels and stuff. In Spider-Man remastered, uh, you know, I play that on PC and I've seen people game do yeah, gameplay of that it. where, where you just, um, you just zip across the city, across the rooftops. Yeah, that's just some boring. people play it like that, and I refuse <laughs> to play it like that because I want no. to swing because I'm Spider Man. No, but apparently, I mean, they added the web wings because they want people to go like really fast. Like from the swinging they showed, and here's the thing, guys: when they showed the swinging in the first Spider Man game, it was super slow, and they did that so they could show more cinematics and stuff. And the swinging they're already showing and like the gameplay reveal and all that mm-hmm. is already faster than the fastest swinging you can do in the previous games. And you yeah. know that's not as fast as it can be. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, there's no If way. that's the, the thing they're showing, they're not going to show you what it looks like max upgrades and all that. And they also added the web wings, so because like swinging around in Queens and Brooklyn, you're gonna have a lot of low buildings, neighborhoods, you know, you go to back to Midtown High and stuff like that. Nice. And it also is gonna have sixty-five unlockable suits, all included. Nice. And they all, including movie, they said movie shows, comic book based ones. And each of the suits is going to have like three, I think like three or four different variants, like color variants. Mm -hmm. And they already briefly showed the 
uh, Toby, the Sam Raimi black suit. Oh, good. Briefly. And my guess is you're going to just have the Toby suit and then just do like color swaps. Yeah. Like like it's not going to count as a different suit. Yeah. That's yeah. That that would be my, my guess. So they can fit more styles in there. But yeah, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. Also, the boss fights have health bars now. Oh. So it feels more meaningful, you know, because in the previous games, that was my only main complaint. Like in the boss fights and stuff like that, you just felt like you were playing cinematics. Like hit them a bunch and then it does a cinematic. Yeah. And, you know, I, and it's still that, but at least they're going to give us the illusion. <laughs> of um you know getting good but and you know they focus on having plenty of things to do in the open world that like um i appreciate i appreciate like there's gonna be a lot of um health bars and uh in games that's one thing starfield has it's health bars on all the enemies yes see yeah just float above their head i I have a skyrim mod for that so it's nice that that's already built in (laughs) this game um but apparently, like, like when you're exploring the open world and everything, a lot of the side missions are going to be a little bit more natural. It's not you just go to where the mini map tells you. Like, there's going to be a lot mm. of visual cues, stuff like that, which I appreciate. Nice. And and then also the symbiote, symbiote powers look really fun. And from what I've heard is, like, the combat feels a little messier, a little bit more chaotic. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they really just go crazy with it. And then you get and like there's missions you can only complete as Miles and Peter. Yeah. And then they have missions they get together, you know, GTA five style. <laughs> this is one uh, of the these few games that I'm just I, I do wish I had a PlayStation right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's PS5 uh, exclusive only. It's awesome. And it um, will. I mean, who knows when, but it will go to PC. You know. Yeah. PlayStation's been killing out yeah, the games. Assume. Microsoft overall is killing PlayStation right now, but not with their exclusives. Because Starfield? Uh, no, like just um, I'm not talking about game wise. I'm talking about just oh how they're handling their systems right now. Right. Um. So like uh, in the news recently, so there's the Activision Blizzard deal that Sony made with Microsoft, and because Sony really dragged their heels in those deals. Microsoft has backed out and said, okay, Sony, you only get Call of Duty for 10 years. None of the other act, we are not obligated to let you have any other Activision Blizzard games. Damn. That's not saying that they're not gonna do it, but they're saying that the right. the, the contract that they're sign signing, Microsoft kind of got the upper hand on it and said, like, okay, we are only obligated to let you have Call of Duty. Nothing else. Yeah. So when I say Microsoft is killing Sony, I mean like they I think Microsoft's actually trying to kill PlayStation right now. <laughs> like well <laughs> they can try, but I mean if you look at all the they're games trying we've real had, hard PlayStation. We've had a yeah. lot of good games and PlayStation has has been nailing on, on, on the exclusive first party games, but uh but um Well that's what my, they I mean Microsoft I think they've is, always done better well, on that. To to put it to put it um lightly microsoft is basically trying to to create a little bit of a monopoly on on the gaming industry you know yeah that looks like microsoft and blizzard scary 
Mm-hmm. Well, Microsoft and Blizzard is that that's just Microsoft now. That yeah. deal went through. Um, yep. So Microsoft owns Activision Blizzard. They and I know the Bethesda. EU tried to sue them over that, over a corporate monopoly. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't Pretty succeed. Sure. Um, I, I, yeah. They own <laughs> Bethesda uh, Publishing, not just the game studio. Um, they own id software i think they own mojang um that's a big one <laughs> they're they're i i think i think i think microsoft's business plan right now like in the console market is just we're just going to try to um oh they're suffer, antagonizing suffer. the rest just, of the industry i well in in the whole console war thing you know cuz for a long time it was like uh you know who has the better console who has the better exclusive games and microsoft microsoft's uh, approach now seems to be we're just going to suffocate sony right <laughs> yeah um i don't like it i i really i'm not super happy big, with what yeah. microsoft's been doing big um big bad microsoft yeah but honestly aside from starfield i don't think there's any games they have that i'm like oh man and then Valve's over there that. just doing their own thing. Just yeah, Valve, yes. <laughs> Not even Valve's is nobody has beef There's with Valve. <laughs> They're Switzerland. Yeah, nobody has beef with Valve. Almost, they Sony almost are Switzerland. My... They're based in Sweden. So yeah. Uh Sony and Microsoft right? are both putting their games on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyways, a little bit different news, still in the pop culture medium, uh, which is what we mostly talk about, because we like to keep it. Mm-hmm. Like here, and fun, and talk about things we like talking about, and uh, uh, apparently, and this is kind of a bit of clickbait. Here's some more clickbait. Cool, but we like, we it's like clickbait. fun and exciting. It's not annoying and monotonous as like the previous one I brought here, <laughs> where it w- just went on and on about this dumb theory about Spider-Man's origin, and you know. With all the SEO, uh, yeah, uh, search, uh, whatever you call it, the the SEO words. Yeah, yeah, SEO. Anyways, search, um, yeah. this is from X Fire. Apparently, Carl Urban will star as a Wolverine variant in Deadpool three. That'd be rad. Now, I could definitely see this happening, but I um I would rather him be like a saber tooth, maybe. Oh, that'd be cool. But yeah. a Wolverine variant, he could also be a very good Wolverine, he could... and he also happens to be Australian, right? So, yeah, yeah. If you were he... going to tell me he's not Australian, I was about to lose my mind. By the way, my whole life would have been a lie. Is he Australian he, or is he a Kiwi? He better. I'm. Oh, he might be a Kiwi. I'm, I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> I'm scared. I I don't know. I I really don't. I I um. Now Carl Urban would be awesome. I love Carl Urban. He's uh, and I've also seen other reports that we're gonna see different Wolverine variants, but it's gonna solidify why Hugh Jackman's the best Wolverine. Is he gonna kill them all or uh, something? Maybe. Um, that actually, I heard one of the theories is that Deadpool and Wolverine are gonna kill the Fox universe. <laughs> that would be funny. It's be like bad. the TVA is gonna tell them to. I. The- 
I know to the wipe TVA out is the, gonna be involved. They're gonna they're gonna be like there's because this, basically there's this the variant universe there's this, this variant universe out there and we need you to eliminate it. Well, because that universe could end all other universes because mm. the timeline jank. Right, right. So they have the to timelines all over the place with that universe. <laughs> That'd be so good, man. Um, <laughs> Which would be like a fun in, in universe thing, and also a very I, I saw thing. I, you might have seen this um, before. So like Wolverine fan castings and rumors. Um, there's a few more well known ones. Uh, Taron Egerton is a pretty Daniel Radcliffe. Favorite. I I saw that one recently. I was going to ask you what you think of Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. I I think he has the height right. He has Wolverine is yeah. short. He's well, supposed it, to be it short. Part, it part, part of it came from uh, um I think he can uh, do that. Miracle Workers that show that he was in. He got surprisingly like jacked ripped for that. Yeah, and people saw oh, him yeah. like raging out in that and were like, "Well, shit." He should Maybe be he is prepping. I don't know. I think he could do it. I also heard um ben it would Affleck's be weird. Be... I I don't know how I would feel about Harry Potter being Wolverine. I like well, I, heard... I, I like Daniel Radcliffe, but I well, still it's the same thing as um getting I I don't know if it's worse or better, maybe worse because he was Harry Potter for so much longer. Mm-hmm. But it's a similar issue of getting like Robert Pattinson as Batman. You get Edward Cullen yeah, as well, Batman. Well, now you're getting Harry I th- Potter. I think it's different than that because um, with Robert Pattinson, there's a lot of people who just have this bias of they hate Robert Pattinson, even though. Right. And, and people who haven't even seen the Twilight movies, they just know about them and hate Robert Pattinson because of it. And that's enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is a little different because uh, I think including me, but a lot no one of hates people, him. A lot of people. Like, I think it's um, he's done a really good job separating himself and proving that he's a good. I think talented actor. I think this is the best. This could be the best time for this kind of thing to happen because yeah. he's distanced himself so much. He's done so many indie movies and the weird stuff. I I think and... this is what would make it weird. Actually, it would make rewatching Harry Potter weird. Right. That's what would be weird <laughs> well, about it. I think. Well, it, also, I think it'd be easy to accept him now as Wolverine, but then I'd go watch. And you the, also have the, the issue Sorcerer's Stone and be like, well, "That's here's another tiny Wolverine." <laughs> Here's another wrinkle uh, in, uh, into this. Um, Hugh Jackman is so well-known. as I mean, Wolverine is his mm-hmm. like biggest uh, character, and he's been playing him and now because of this movie for like 20 years yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he has to be ha- have the record for the person to play the comic character the longest. Oh, I Maybe think he, I, I think he has the record for the the for the most um movies for the most movies consecutive play consecutively Conse- playing the yeah, same I mean, character. He, no one else has played this character. Yeah, and and it's, I don't mean yeah, I don't mean bringing Michael Keaton back from into the Flash. I, I guess and, you could and, say that. Counts, and I don't I don't mean like in no one superhero movies. I mean in cinema of all time. In cinema, no one yeah. has played the same character in more movies than Hugh Jackman has been Wolverine in. It's literally like I, if Mark Hamill kept playing Luke until like 2000. <laughs> they yeah. just kept making Star Wars movies. Um, you know. Um, so some other uh, casting rumors is Ben Affleck 
as Daredevil, and he was spotted on the set. Um, so that would be interesting. Uh, <laughs> Wesley Snipes. I'm assuming he would be Blade. Jennifer yeah. Garner. Channing Tatum. He was once supposed to be Gambit. Oh, right, right. So he might be Gambit. Halle Berry, cool. Storm, Patrick Stewart. Now, is he going to be a different, another different Professor X? Like the Fox one? Probably. Yeah. Because the one we saw in Doctor Strange was more like the animated one, maybe? Maybe it's, the animated one, maybe. It uh, might. It would be really interesting if... That's adjacent if, to the animated version. Like, yeah, adjacent. Well, we're going to see in the X-Men, the new X-Men cartoon, they might just say, yeah, uh, he got killed by the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I don't know. And then um, Ian McKellen. Nice, nice. And from what I've heard about this movie, it's not Hugh just Jackman another... Hugh Jackman doesn't dead... have the record, but he's up there. Um, Who has a record? Uh, this person, Desmond Lewin, was Q in 17 different Bond films. Oh, yeah, um, he was. I'm just on Reddit, people pointing out um jackman is definitely up there in like uh in the top list of for a starring role too especially yeah i mean it it'd be like a pierce it'd be like a pierce brosnan was still bond almost you know yeah um but that would oh even even then he wouldn't have beat it brosnan brosnan did what um three films and there's been four Bond four. films since then. So Brosnan yeah. would be at seven films. And that's Hugh Jackman is at that, at least. Um, what, well, he's uh, X-Men got the one, three X-Men three, movies. Days of Future Origin Past, Wolverine, Apocalypse, Past, two Wolverine movies. Um, Logan. Logan. So that that's eight Wait, movies there. Nine. Oh yeah, X Men Origins Wolverine and the Wolverine and the Wolverine Logan. and then nine if you include Deadpool. And now Deadpool um, three, three, yeah. Um. No, but I I basically heard rumors that Deadpool three. It's not just gonna be another Deadpool movie, where it's just like, hey, I'm Deadpool. Here's some hijinks. I mean, yeah, I would I like that. That would, much... that would be fun. Well, it's still gonna have that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but be I heard totally it's very okay much so. That. Like it's gonna be the civil war of this phase essentially mm -hmm. the prelude yeah. to the next big avengers move the secret wars right right um because all the multiverse shenanigans and deadpool's gonna basically when... be the what deadpool's gonna be the one that finally breaks the multiverse which makes that, perfect sense yeah that yeah um <laughs> when does that In come five. out uh well it because of the strike i know they were it was in production but it and it was actually supposed to come out sooner than it originally um was planned to, but now because of the strike, it's not coming out till May 3rd next year, which that's not too far. It's incredibly far off. If I don't know if that's um, still if that's still if they can still through. do that though, because with the I don't know. The, the writer's strike seems to be Wait, here's the latest very much a mess right it. now and how they're how it's being handled, how the companies are handling that. So yeah, it, it seems I, I I've I've not been following closely. It seems that the writer's strike, a big problem right now, is not that the companies are not I know they've got a good chunk done. Yeah. It's not that a lot of the companies aren't willing to meet demands, it's that 
the problem is the companies all have to like kind of act like speak as one like agree and that's for the time being it's still set to release may 3rd okay um for the until we get more news on that but from what i've heard unless major things happen it's going to be the next marvel movie after the marvels nice nice um and it's definitely the one i'm the most excited for yeah Um, the marvels looks fun I I'm not super and I heard, excited, but it, I heard it's going to be like the shortest Marvel movie. Hey, that's like not a bad thing, though. Slightly under ninety minutes. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm like, sometimes it might be a good thing. Sometimes a short and straight to the point movie is refreshing. Yeah, uh, if it's paced well, I mean, I don't always want to sit through it. So many movies movie. now have fallen under the curse, and I think there's a lot of movies to blame. I uh, but. I think the Dark Knight trilogy definitely helped this, for, especially if, as it pertains to superhero movies, mm-hmm. where it has to be long, drawn out, uh, yeah. two a two and a half hour, you know, film. Definitely. But what's like <laughs> when we saw the Mario movie, that just went by like that, and I'm oh, like, yeah. you know what? That was just a perfect, fun ninety minutes, and yeah. like, I felt like I got my that. money's worth at the theater. I had a good time. I was like, now, if know. Avengers Secret Wars was a ninety-minute film, I haven't after even, all this I haven't week, watched. I, was, yeah. you know, yeah. I would be disappointed. But I, I, I not every movie, movie has to be yeah. like that. It depends. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, Before I'm sure uh, yeah. Oppenheimer couldn't be a quick ninety-minute jaunt. Yeah, <laughs> just like Barbie doesn't need to be a three hour and twenty minute movie. If Barbie was a three hour and twenty minute movie, that'd be insane, exhausting. That would be exhausting. <laughs> I loved Barbie. I thought it was fantastic. But if it was almost three and a half hours long, I don't think I would have loved it so much. Uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, before we end off here, um, yeah. What else you got? Just uh, a reminder. Uh, Loki season two comes out in yes. within the next month, like October night. Yes. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm like that. I'm very excited for that. Um, and it looks like Jonathan Majors still has a major role in it. <laughs> good. I like Jonathan <laughs> Majors. Um I, I think that's been cleared up. I don't yeah. know. I haven't really looked into it. Apparently there was footage released. It came um, and went proving it know. seemed like it was a misunderstanding. Yeah, but misunderstandings can be uh, taken very far. Uh, I think yeah. we all know that. Um, um, also, Ahsoka. I've been really enjoying mm-hmm. it. The last episode was just pure Star Wars magic. Oh, I, uh, I, I loved it. We'll definitely. Um, I don't know if we'll review it here or on the Adjunct Pod. We'll talk about it. Somewhere. We might just. We might just have to start recording it. And figure out which podcast it would be best on. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Know. record the intro segment uh, later on, like at, at after. Yeah, the and um, once we, once it goes well over thirty, then we'll yeah. be like, okay, this is yeah. the odd drunk pod. Um, by the way, check out the odd drunk pod and our link tree below. Definitely anything. Else. Um, but yeah, Ahsoka was great. We'll talk about it in more detail. But I just want to say, yeah. um, seeing Hayden Christensen in full Anakin glory there was amazing. Yeah, attack of the clones era yeah but seeing you know him, that looked weird but seeing him as revenge of i the think Sith, he looked pretty good in that era yeah and, and i think it 
see doing the Revenge of the Sith uh version and then Clone Wars era and then Clone Wars young, version that was cool. Young Ahsoka, and uh, she was played as the same actress. Uh, young Gamora, young yeah, mm-hmm. I, I knew I recognized her. Yeah, and um, I think she did a, a great job. And Ariana even and Rita. even though he had only one line, my boy Captain Rex. Captain Rex. Seeing him in live action was very cool. Yeah. Yes. Voiced by none other than Tamora Morrison, of course. Of course, yes. He's got the most roles in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically, he's got thousands of roles. Well, and, and also, not even just technically, <laughs> he's on screen well, that too. with his actual face played two different characters, which is more than anyone else. Boba, Django. Yeah. If they ever did, well, he did the live action clone, like homeless clone vet. Oh yeah, he was that. So he is, but, he has not as a voiceover, with his real face appeared three as times, three right? separate characters at least. Unless there's another time. Um, no, I think that's all. all that well, they they do show his face uh, in the Attack of the Clones. I think as the clones of you. Oh, true. So if you count just the clones as a character, that's four times. Yeah. Plus thousands. Yeah. If you want to get technical. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, Soka was great so far. Um, I I think so actually it started out. I know this one's going a little long, but I I I have to just a couple Mm -hmm. more comments about Ahsoka. It started out a little too uh fan baity you know fan servicey especially for the rebels fans very Mm -hmm. lore heavy like i could see if you're just a casual star wars fan which i want to consider myself a casual one because i do get into the lore a little bit and i do i have seen the clone wars most of it (laughs) but i'm a semi-casual fan um i was like huh what who i was Mm -hmm. like i i know these characters but if you just only have watched the movies yeah, and maybe the Mandalorian. <laughs> I I had a I have a coworker, lost. a coworker who um he likes Star Wars. He watches all the shows. Um, I'd call him a a semi casual fan because he's like interested in lore, but he yeah. he's not watched all of Rebels or anything like that. Uh, doesn't follow. I haven't the lore. seen one whole episode of Rebels. I've um, only seen clips you should watch it it's good um i've been rewatching. I have it heard it's good. uh but you know he's interested in the lore but hasn't gotten into it he doesn't love the sequel movies but he's not one of those they ruin my childhood people he's well this very, definitely doesn't pander he's very to much like movies, open-minded so. but he he likes star wars and i yeah uh before he started watching ahsoka he asked me about rebels he was like is there anything i need to know and i explained basically the very ending of rebels with, uh, that's really uh, all you need to know and after this week's episode he came to me at work and he was like i'm so glad you explained the space whales to me because otherwise i would have been very fucking confused <laughs> right um, but that's not the first time we've seen a weird space creature in star wars remember yeah. space slug I'm like yeah. come on yeah get with it but yeah i but yeah aside from that i think it's been every episode i think the first two were a little slow a little too lore heavy, too rebels heavy. Well, not too rebels heavy, but if you don't know about it, then you're gonna be. Yeah, I do like having a Star Wars show that um, is very like 
unapologetically for like, hardcore for Star Wars fans yeah. and not but in then, the but but the the key difference is it's for Star Wars fans but not in the way that studio executives who throw a bunch of nostalgia bait in think Lord. think that they're making it start for Star it's Wars the fans. new George Lucas this is yeah. just like they um, expect you to have but seen then stuff by the time you get to the third fourth episode the story really carries it and the performances yeah. Uh, Rosario Dawson's great as Ahsoka. I like Ramona Flowers as uh, Hera. <laughs> uh, she's uh, Elizabeth, I mean, Mary Elizabeth once said she's married yeah. to another Star Wars actor. Uh, Ewan McGregor, Ewan right? McGregor, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. They recently um, got married like a couple years ago, I think, or something like that. Yeah, she's she's good, and um, and I think. Yeah, I think they did a great job of Hayden Christensen's uh, most recent appearance, and it was a good like tribute to the Clone Wars and to oh, those it's, characters. It's, it's and... also just it's really nice seeing Hayden Christensen get some attention. Um, yeah, there was there was a a touching video, some like edit someone put together uh, online the other day that was. Uh, a montage of Hayden Christensen back in 2004 and five getting a lot of hate in interviews mm-hmm. for Star Wars and then it cut to a recent appearance he made at like a convention where everyone's like standing ovation oh, for yeah. him and and it was nice cuz you no know, like our generation yeah. is the one that really loves those movies we've come everyone's coming around to it i think it took um, it took uh uh 18 and years the same argument same getting, argument could be made for same argument could be made for the sequel trilogy who are we to say um yeah, that well, people that, won't that's have that's what the same i kind of that's what that's my thought on the sequel trilogy i personally don't like it very much and also there's aspects that are okay but i have a lot of problems but you know what i in the same way that i will not hate on anybody for like yeah in the same way I'm that one of those um people hated the prequels but it's what got me interested in star wars if there's some little girl out there some little kid who um, yeah, re- thinks Ray is the coolest character ever and likes Star Wars because of it. Good for them. Good for you. Good for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, what they're doing with Ahsoka and basically doing the new the heir to the Empire adaptation and everything mm-hmm. with the next big movie or trilogy that Dave Filoni's doing, I, I'm a little confused on what it's going to be. I think it's going to um, be a, I, a a movie that's. Just one big movie. I think it's going to be a one big movie that acts as like, and then you watch the shows to the conclusion of the, of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, yeah, saga. I, I think. Um, and you know, Mando's going to be like in the last episode of this, right? Of course, and maybe Luke too. Like, we got to get everybody, and let's get yeah. Grogu in there. I would like <laughs> to see Luke again. I don't think we need to, but I'd like it. I'm, but I'm also lore like story wise like why would luke not be involved in this that's why i would like to see him like on one hand i um real world i don't want you know production wise i understand why on one hand i don't want them to overuse bringing luke in as like a wow factor thing original heir to the empire books i mean it was luke that was going against anyway we're rambling on um we are rambling (laughs) anyways uh give us a rating review on your podcast what podcast are we on now i know we're on spotify uh we are on apple we're on spotify we're on apple podcast we are on google podcasts 
Yeah, if you use that. Um, Good. And yeah, that's it. So Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I uh, use, hey, I use Google Podcasts sometimes. It's because I have a Google phone. It? Because I have a Google phone and it's built in. <laughs> oh. People who have oh, Google phones special people. Might, use, might use that. Google Pixel does look like a good phone. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, give us a rating review um, if you would uh, like to do so. And um, check out our main podcast, The Odd Drunk Pod. Almost 150 episodes. Isn't that wild? Yeah. We just have to do this one times 10 to get there. <laughs> By yeah, that time, like that. something like that. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> see you next week. Hope you have a great rest of your day. <laughs>